You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. You're listening to the E2C Network podcast by Auburn fans for Auburn fans. Brought to you by the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com Where you go Auburn fans and welcome to Tiger Tracks, your source for Auburn cross country and track and field news and discussion. I'm your host Jessica and I'm here with my husband Kyle to do a season wrap up for the 2019 cross country season. Would you say that we traveled cross country throughout the year, Jessica? How long have you been waiting to say that? Ah, uh, that's what four meets and four six meets in the season. I've oh been waiting my on that. Gosh. It's been building for four months, and it finally got here. I got the bad joke in. Well, we're also going to discuss Joyce Camelli's performance at the cross country championship meet. Yes. Do you have uh, no nothing quippy about that? Well, but I was just going to say it's hard to do one whole episode on just one person running in a cross-country meet. Yes. Uh, which is why we're combining this with your season review. But uh, Quippy, you know, I mean, you know, which I'm just excited to talk about how she did in the championships. But the fact I, that she made it to the championships two did. years in a row. Exactly. But I think we need to take a second and take a little walk back down memory lane or cross-country you, lane. You do love the nostalgia. It's not about nostalgia. It's just I like for us to, you can't appreciate the whole without going back and looking at its parts. So I think to do that, we should go through a season review. I will be happy to do that with you. Of course. So how many meets do we have, Kyle? Well, we had four regular season meets. And eh. I, no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. We had four regular season nope. meets. Let me see. Jacksonville State, Vanderbilt, Joe Piani, and then... That's it. No, and then Joyce Camelli ran in the pre-national, if I may correct you, my dear. Which again... Would not be a regular season meet. It would be a regular season meet because it was no! before SEC championships, no, NCAAs. No. I win. I beat the host in You're my cross-country knowledge. completely incorrect. That is true. Okay. <laughs> now that we have accomplished that. Six meets, though, is what you have written down here. But Six meets. Really, three regular season, three postseason. It's always six. But really, no. but really, it's seven. No. No, because only one person competed in that one, so... That's not a whole team. So do we not count the, nas- the national stage That's here? true, actually. I think I just one-upped my host on this show. Let me okay. just say that. So it sounds like you are now the host. Take it away, host. Well, you see, folks. Uh, but no, I, I, <laughs> I will let you still lead this one here. But it's been a very short season. It has. Um, so the first thing that we're going to do is talk about JSU. So again, this is the first meet of the season. So this is where Auburn placed their best overall as a team placement. So smaller meet, 15 teams, both uh, the men placed second overall and the women placed first overall. The thing that sticks out to me from this is I remember way back when this happened. I mean, it was a long time ago, but listening to the Auburn Tigers podcast with uh, Coach David Barnett and him flat out saying, look, we should win this meet because this is not the best competition. Play. This right, is literally right. us trying to get our feet on the ground 
and figure out where we stand at and kind of where we can have a starting point to work from on this season. It worked. It was a pretty good start. It was. Hunter Harwell placed second for the men in the 5K. Tommy McDonough placed third for the men. Abby Zane placed first in the women's 4K. And then Gigi Maddox placed third in the women's 4K. So I think it's a good, like, starter meet to really kind of, you know, get your... Get you excited about cross country. Well, and and then overall, too, second place for the men and first place for the women. You know, we were a little disappointed that the men weren't able to pull out the first place, but compared to how they overall scored the rest of the season, this is probably their highlight right yes, here. Yes, it is. Because I, since we're just doing a review, I only talked about the people that made the top 10. Yes. So we unfortunately don't get to talk about the men a ton, but... but- JSU was awesome for them. Yes, and it's exactly what you want with the beginning meet is to give them somewhere to, as we already said, to work from here and to build up a little bit of steam going forward because you you knew the competition was going to get tougher and tougher simply from the fact that the meets were going to get larger. Yep. More athletes means more opportunities for the, somebody to be better than you on the court, whether that's individually court, I said, though. But on the, you meant on course. Course is what I was going for. I, I was helping you. But... For someone to either be better than you individually or even as a team. And we saw that in both categories as the meets went on throughout the season. Yes, absolutely. So the next meet they had was the Commodore Classic, which was in Vandy, or Vanderbilt, sorry. Um, We had Faith Bett, who placed seventh overall in the women's 6K. And here's the thing as we begin our march up north. Because remember, when we started this, this was during that uncharacteristic, just awful heat we had during the fall and the team had i don't know coach barnett is just psychic or something and knew this was coming he said you know what we're gonna start running up north and then that's how we're gonna escape this thing not that it really helped the results all that much but i'm sure they all appreciated being in you know different climates and and, uh, of that nature to maybe help run in uh, but um, we'll keep going north as yes. things go along. So the next meet that they went up north was in Joe Pian- Piani. Piani. Mm-hmm. Get, get it there. Come on. Wow. Don't hurt yourself. Joe uh, Piani. Pretty sure I just pulled a muscle. <laughs> Joe Piani Invitational. Um, Joyce Camelli, this was her first meet of the season. She made her season debut and, of course, placed third overall in the women's 5K. Yes. So this was kind of the beginning of her reign of 2019. So this is in um, right next to Notre Dame. Uh, University of Notre Dame. I don't know if it's which way you say it, but Notre Dame. Uh, you know the good old Irish fighting men, Irish fighting Irish men and women up there. Um, and yeah, so this is her debut. So I think at the beginning of the season, you and I were wondering, obviously, where she was, mm-hmm. and we were wondering who, if if not her, was going to be the leader for the ladies. And I think when you look at the beginning of how these meets started, you look at Abby Zane. She got first overall, but then Faith Bet is the one who gets the highest. Uh, placement the next meet right and so we're kind of we haven't really solidified who was going to be the leader for the women we know who the leader for the men was going to be yes. the entire time silas right but you know without joyce the question was who was going to step up here that uh, we got that answer but that then question. joyce came <laughs> and dominated and she did so um she at this sec championship the next meet whoa 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 Ooh, let, let's let's talk okay. about the pre-national event like, all yeah. right hit me hit me you're well, so I mean, we don't really have pre-nationals. anything mentioned on here but i just found it interesting that coach barnett suddenly just sent her off to pre-nationals it wasn't on the schedule but just in the middle of SEC champions and Joe Piani, I guess he wanted to give her just a little bit of 
extra competition time. Yeah. Said, you just go on over there and run and see what happens. And it was a precursor to what was going to happen at the end of the season where she's our only representative. So it obviously wow, was a smart look at decision. you in foreshadowing. I'm just saying here. This yeah. is like AP literature all over again. Oh, let's, let's not talk about AP literature. That was not a good course. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. For the next thing that we'll talk about, because yes. I feel like you're going to tell me it's out of order again. We had the <laughs> SEC championship. In Kentucky. Yep. Right? Coming back down south. Yep. Right. Here we go again. So Joyce Camelli placed third in the 6K, and the top male runner was Silas Kipnadick, who placed 36th. Mm-hmm. So the frustrating thing to me yeah. for the men, obviously I'm not a man, but was that the men ran a different length each race. Yeah. So... In the first meet, they ran a 5K, then they ran an 8K, then they ran a 10K, then they ran a 5-mile, then they ran an 8K. Like, what the heck? I mean, I don't get it either. And I, if I, I recall uh, Coach Barnett expressing some frustrations with this. Mm-hmm. Um, not that, I mean, I guess he scheduled the meets, or he and Coach Spry did. So but I guess it's he on can only schedule what, what's, available. what's available. Right. So, I mean, yeah, the women, they did a 4K, a 6K, a 5K, and then the rest were 6Ks. Yeah. But that is still, it's extremely frustrating. I've talked about this a lot, but cross country is such a mental game. And, you know, if you know your split times or what your split time should be to completely change the course and change the amount of the distance that you're running, that's just really frustrating. So rehashing all of this just frustrated me yet again for these men that it was a very difficult season in terms of getting their pacing correct well if you look at the the women did yeah they had different times but they all built towards their ultimate one which is what they were going to be competing at on the bigger stages as sec championships national championships all that good stuff but the men bounced back and forth the entire season so much they couldn't get their footing for a squad i like like what you did there uh for a squad that was already going to be facing some challenges in terms of being able to compete with some of the uh higher competition it really didn't set them up for success. No. And, not, and it's not a knock on the scheduling, Coach Barnett. I just sometimes you have to run what's available. Right. It was and very inconvenient. I think they chose what the best options were. I mean, they traveled all over, you know, the country technically. Yeah. So, you know, it is what it is. But I do, I think had there been a little more consistency, we would have seen some more solid performances from the men. Well, and here's the good thing. Even though the men, you know, not necessarily, I wouldn't say they disappointed us. No, not at all. I, I was, I was not expecting uh, and I hate to say this too, because I feel like no matter way, which way I say this, it sounds like I'm talking down about them, because they are way far ahead of me than I will ever be in cross country running. Uh, but you know, we just weren't expecting a lot. We were hoping to be surprised this year, mm-hmm. and we kind of got what we expected. I think. Like, however, on the other hand, Joyce Camelli right. and her dominance here. So the next meet was the NCAA South Region Championships, like Kyle said, in Tallahassee. So we had Joyce Camelli. She qualified for the cross country championships with a fourth place finish in the 6K. Um, we discussed this over that podcast, but just a reminder to qualify outright, you have to be top four. You can qualify if you were the, you know, five through eight based on your time, but it's not a guarantee. So she qualified of her own merit without having to be in the pool to see if she would qualify. So that's a that's a great thing in and of itself. Yeah. Um, she actually ran her best 6K time of the season at that meet. And she ran it in a time of 19 minutes, 59.5 seconds. Well, so, here's the other thing, too. We weren't surprised that Joyce ends up qualifying. We were expecting no, this. And- we were definitely expecting it. But it is still... A great thing to see. Oh, absolutely. But I guess my point in saying that is we were kind of hoping on the outside chance that Silas for the men would be able to break in there and kind of surprise a lot of people. He was unable to do so. 
but still, we are, we're proud of how they represented um, their their team this this year. Absolutely, but Joyce, my gosh! I mean, to start two you know meets in uh, left in the season and a very short season, and to go do one on your own at the pre national, and then just come onto the stage and you get third, you get fourth, and you get you know just keep climbing the ladder there it was mm-hmm. really impressive to see someone come in so late and just dominate absolutely so like how i was saying silas placed 39th at the um at the at the uh championships yes the, the, i lost my words <laughs> at, the, at regional, the south region championships yeah south regional championships yeah there. So now on to the one meet we haven't discussed this year. It is one of the only ones. The the big dog. The championship meet. I don't know how I feel about you mentioning dogs on an Auburn Tigers podcast. That no. feels a little bit sacrilegious like, to me. No, top dog, big dog. Just, 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 no, no. Okay. This, big well, tiger. Big cat on, on campus. How about that? Okay. Well, Joyce is the big animal on campus, apparently. <laughs> According to Kyle, since I can't say I'm top sorry, dog. sorry, Joyce, for that. <laughs> I thought top dog was a good thing, but whatever. So um, she placed, there were 254 competitors. Yes. Let's start with that. She placed 14th out of 254. Mm. Just as some reminders of last year, she ran this, this same, she qualified and ran the same meet. She placed 106th last year. It's quite a bit of an uh, improvement. You think? <laughs> Let's do some quick math real quick right here. Oh, that's what, 988 places? Is that is that correct? Is that good math there that she improved? That, no, that would be 92. Ooh, goodness, Kyle. Uh, math is a struggle for me over here. But that was a good try. It was a good try. Uh, 14th place is now let's let, let's take a step back here. I do remember us on our review of the um, South Regional uh, competition, us really anticipating that she was going to do a little bit better than this. Yeah, just because of how strong she came onto the scene. And it's not that she just came in and dominated in the JSU opener, right? She right. came in and dominated in the pre national event, did it in SEC championships in the regionals. And I really really thought in the back of my mind we were going to be talking about a top three and potentially a number one finish for her. I did too. I was really hopeful. But then when you think about it, okay, so there's four regions, right? Right. Technically, yeah. I believe so. Well. I know. I know. So I'm kind of confused. There's a lot of regions. Yes. So technically, if she placed fourth, there were other people that placed fourth that she could be in competition with. So really you know logically she would place between 12th place and 16th place i like i see where you're going with exactly this. what she did yeah so based on the numbers she placed exactly where she should have um based on what i was reading she did really well for the first 4k mm-hmm. of the race she actually hung in with the top pack yep. of the race group um which i believe was the top seven runners but unfortunately after the 4k mark the wind and the rain started happening worse i guess and I think, you know, she just couldn't keep up with the elements, which is right. totally fair. And, I mean, she still had a fantastic performance. 14th place. She ran a time of 2026.2. So not far off from last meet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she did really be- really great. So this is actually the third best finish ever by an Auburn woman in the cross-country championship meet. You know, it's really been fun to watch uh, the rise of Joyce Camelli. Um, these past couple seasons because you know for the longest time we were just raving about Brenda Kaigan and we still should yeah. rave about her but I think Joyce has really kind of solidified herself as um, 
the preeminent power here on the program right now. And again, we're going to get to see her in competition and indoor and outdoor track and field. Yeah. Uh, but And next year again in cross country. For Hopefully. a program, yes, for a program at Auburn that probably, let's just be honest here, is probably the least noticed mm-hmm. and the lead mm-hmm. at Auburn. And that's sure. you know, it's even counting things like a question because a question is just dominant right, right. now. But the least noticed one, she has made a name for herself. And Absolutely. I think that's... It's it's really good to see her uh, taking advantage of that opportunity. Absolutely, and think about all the like all the decorations that she has after this year. Mm-hmm. You know, she earned all American honors at this meet because she was in the top forty. She's the fifth female tiger in Auburn history to accomplish this. But more importantly to me, she was named the U.S. Let's see, USTFCCCA South Regional Athlete of the Year for yeah. twenty nineteen. These are huge accomplishments. You know, these are things, um, these honors, I guess, are go on and off the course. It's not just that she's a fantastic runner. It's that she's a really great person. And, of course, you know, I'm going to add my sappy little thing. But that means more than just being a great runner. Right. You know, she she invests in her school. She invests in her school work, in the community. She's just a really... Really cool person that I really look forward to watching succeed in her next few years. Yeah, we we always love the feel good stories. It's one thing to be you know a, a great athlete on your court, your course, yep. field, whatever you your field of battle is. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to do that often. But when you combine those two, we've seen that like with Derek Brown this year in football. He is an incredible athlete, but he's also at least as far as we know, we can tell he's put in work off the field as well. And we've yeah. seen Joyce be a good representative of that as well. When you get recognized as the athlete of the year throughout your yeah. entire region. Yep. And you're only the fourth best in terms of racing. Exactly. That speaks to what you're doing off the court to earn that honor. That's exactly right. Course, excuse me, I did it again. I I was just going to keep blowing past it cuz you know court and course We are in the middle of when basketball season. You say season. it quickly, it you know, you know it's, it's basketball season, too. That's why I'm kind of in the middle of those two things. Right I was now. giving you the pass, but well, anyway. I didn't let myself have it. <laughs> so that's it for the 2019 cross-country season. It was a very short season, but it's great for Joyce, great for most of the athletes. It so is. I think it's a win. Um, and indoor track has actually already started at the time that we are podcasting this i literally looked up and there were updates coming from the boston uh, opener i believe is what it's called for indoor track event normally it doesn't happen until after the beginning of the new year but this year for some reason we have one there so we're a little bit behind on that yeah that it's just so crazy to me that we've got an indoor meet in jan or in december rather than january so we will definitely be back uh soon to very soon to open up oak indoor track and field season and obviously talk about what happened there yes so kyle if people want to talk about sand traps or being confused about cross country where can they find you to discuss these things or even struggle at math you can find me on twitter at tiger 24 and if you would like to discuss um golf courses and running in sand any of those things you can find me on twitter at jessica loomis rn So that's it for the 2019 cross-country season. Thank you all for being here. War Eagle. War Eagle. Before you get out of here, we want to remind you of a couple of things. Head over to E2Cnetwork.com, our website where you can find everything that you'll ever need from us, podcasts, blogs, and even ways to help support the show. If you want to find individual episodes, you can download all of these on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. So until we see you again, I want to remind you of one thing, that here at the network, we believe in Auburn and love it. The only question remains, do you?